Hello. Thanks for connecting to the teachings of Prophet Lovi Elias. May you be blessed by this teaching and may your life never be the same. To get the most value from this word, empty your heart and be ready to receive. If you have been impacted by this ministry and want to sow into it, please visit prophetlovi.com or revelationchurchla.org. Now here's our prophet, Dr. Lovi Elias. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 1 and 2. Ah, Mama T, you guys are matching today, no? <laughs> small, small. <laughs> are you ready? Yes. One, two, three. Let's read it together. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. One more time. One, two, three. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. One more time, one last time. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. Say, Father, thank you. Father, thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. You may be seated. Look at your neighbor say, you may sit but don't sit on your mouth. You may sit, but don't sit on your mouth. I can't hear you. You may sit, but don't sit on your mouth. Now hear me by the Spirit of God, and uh, I'm going to do this bang, 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 bada boom, bang, bang, and we're done. <laughs> but I want to go through this quickly because the Lord was speaking to me before I came, and I believe that this is going to be a blessing to us. Whenever the Lord speaks to, to an individual, He's speaking to all. And when God speaks to us, it's always to bring us closer to Him that we may receive of him, that we may partake of him, that he may lift us to where he wants us to be. So it is a necessity, hear me, it is a necessity to know God's mind. It is a necessity. Without knowing his mind, then we don't know his intention. Um, one of the biggest errors I find most of the time when I speak to people, and I believe at some point probably God helped me from that too, is that when you speak to people, they are quick to follow rules, but they don't know why. You see, God doesn't want you to follow what you don't know. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Because then you will not know how to recreate the success you received from him. So everything we do with God, imagine your parent telling you to do something without really explaining it. Making you understand it. Because when you understand, then you are able to remain in that place. Because God does not want us to have obedience simply by being robots. He wants us to, our obedience to come from a place of trust. And knowing that God is good. Not if I don't do this lightning bolt, pop. If I don't do this fire, no. You don't, you don't smack your kids every time they don't listen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? We have turned God to be an evil person. Yet God is love. Will he correct us? Yes. But it will never be to destroy us, but to put us where he wants us to be. So our obedience to God must come from a place of great affection. We love God so much that what he wants me to do, I will do it. Because I know his intentions. I know that God is good. I know that God is love. I know that God is kind. If he allows me to go through this, is for a purpose. Amen. Not just doing it because I'm a robot, you don't even have a relationship. God rather have a friend than an obedient person. Many don't understand what obedience is better than sacrifice means. They think God is just looking for a bunch of people who are just robots. No. Moses was a friend of God. God defended Moses even though Moses was wrong. And he defended him against people 
who believed Moses was wrong and according to the law he was wrong. But God said, don't talk about my friend like that. He said, if they be a prophet among you, I'll speak to them in visions and in dreams. I'll make myself known. Unto them in visions and in dreams, I'll speak to them in dark speeches. But not so with Moses. He is faithful in all my house. How can he be faithful he didn't follow your law? Now he's my friend. I, I don't know if you can hear me. Yes. You always protect your friends. Amen. You don't protect those who follow rules. Good. Good. Is it not true? Do you love your children because they are perfect? No. You love them because they are yours. God honors loyalty. Big time. Now hear me by the spirit of God. Now the number one thing is God has called you unto rest. But the issue is we have misunderstood what rest is. And if you don't understand what rest is, you'll be searching for something that is before you, but you'll never get into it. Now hear me by the spirit of God and hear me well. God rested, yet God does not get tired. That means that you don't receive rest from God because you're tired. You, you didn't hear what I said. Your teaching prophet. Meaning you can have everything you ever wanted in life. You have money but you have no rest. You have that husband, that wife you ever de always desi desired and you have no rest. Because rest has nothing to do with I have suffered so much. I have worked so hard. I, can you hear what I'm saying? Yes. yes. What is God's rest? Because if you don't understand it, you'll be searching for something and when you get it, you'll realize that it was not it. So many of us are working hard because we believe if we can take care of our families, then we get rest. In some sense, it gives us a peace of mind, but it is not rest. Because the moment you cannot do the thing you have been doing, then everything reverts to chaos. So even when you get to that place, you have to still work to maintain it. You have still not rested. Amen. Let me find somebody that I can Amen. talk to. Teaching. I'm trying to help somebody here. So God's rest has nothing to do with physical accomplishments. Even though God built and created and he did all these things. Number one. It says God rested on the seventh day. What kind of seven days are these? Are they 24 hours? Now think about it. This is the first day. How long was it? We don't know. There was no sunrise, sunset. He was deciding to name them days. And he was actually counting them even backwards. And the evening and the morning were the first day. What? What's, what's going on? Were there millions of years, billions of years? Were they an eternal minute? We don't know. But God just decided, after everything I have done, I am resting. But what does rest mean? Because the word rest there in Hebrew is what we call Sabbath. But what does Sabbath mean? It means to cease and to desist. Now you have to think about it as a child of God. God rested. And blessed that day because he declared it a day of rest. Not because he was tired. So you being tired saying, Father, I am tired. I'm ready to rest. Doesn't mean he gives you rest. It has nothing to do with being tired. Because if God has never been tired, why is he resting? It means it's something deeper and greater than that. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Let's go a little bit deeper. If you go to the book of uh, Exodus, I believe, God gives us the Ten Commandments. Are you there? Yes. Let's go quickly. Exodus chapter number 20, I believe, and verse 8. Exodus 20 and verse 8. Notice what God is saying. Remember the Sabbath day. Remember it. To keep it holy. Okay? 
Number one, just by that statement, you already know that it is not a physical thing. No one is holy. So how can you keep something holy when you are not holy? Now you didn't hear what I'm trying to tell you. Let me find where the church is because I think you may be overthinking this. I'm trying to help you. Maybe overflow are the ones that are in the spirit. So God is telling you, remember it. And keep it holy. Remember it and keep it holy. Verse 9. Six days shall thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. Is the rest of God. God, why are you emphasizing this rest thing? What is the big deal about You've never been tired. You don't sleep, you don't slumber, you don't eat, you have no breaks, you have no holidays. I'm tired of dealing with these humans, I'm taking a, a vacation. You've never done that. <laughs> In it thou shalt do, shall not do any work. Nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, or nor thy stranger. That is within thy gates. Now what does this mean? Is it just let's stop everything. And then we go back to it. Is that what God intended? Or what does it mean? There is a revelation here that. When even the Lord Jesus walked on the earth. People did not understand it. A few got it. But even today there are people still who are arguing about it. Obviously, we know the seventh day is on Saturday. But is it a day thing? Or is it a spiritual thing? And what is the spiritual thing? Are are you understanding what I'm saying? Because there were people who were keeping the Sabbath. No miracle. No nothing. So what is God's intention for the Sabbath. When you enter into the rest of God. It, has, it is a reward for those who are diligent in pursuing. What God has ordained for them. Come on. When you are busy searching. Looking for something. You are still in labor. When the Lord becomes your shepherd, you have entered rest. Amen. Now it is no longer what you're doing. Come on. You have entered into his rest, meaning that you have ceased from your work. So to enter into the Sabbath is not Lord, let me wait for Friday and then when Saturday comes, I'm chilling. No. The Sabbath is a lifelong pursuit to experience the blessing of resting. Amen. Knowing that everything that is happening to you is for a reason. Amen. Understanding that God will use it for his glory. Amen. Understanding that you cannot change any situation. Amen. Whether you fast, whether you cry, it is only God who can settle what is going on with you. Amen. Hallelujah. My battles. Somebody who has entered into the Sabbath is like a dead person. Yes. The Bible says we are not under the law. Do you know why you're not under the law? Because you are in rest. Who can keep the law? I'm not asking you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. It says, you know, the law of sin doesn't work for us anymore because we are not under the law. So I don't have to work to please God. I need to believe in Jesus. I need to rely on Jesus. Then he labored everything he could do. And he died on the cross so that when the new day comes, I am free of sin. So labor is when you are trying to find solutions for you. Entering into the rest of God is when you stop searching for solutions. 
and you begin to look to Jesus for your healing, for your open doors, for your transformation. But as long as you are fighting, as long as you are fighting, you are still in labor and you have no rest. So good. Let me give you an example. Two seconds, sit for two seconds. The Bible says when a demon is cast out of a person, the demon will wander in dry places, having no rest. Restlessness is the character of demons. Now you didn't hear what I said. Let me, fi- let me find somebody that I can talk to. You're teaching, prophet. You're teaching. When somebody is not restless, you're adopting the nature of demons because demons have no God. They are rejected by God. So they are looking for rest. Some people didn't get what I'm saying. They are looking for rest because they lost God. The Holy Spirit is no longer with them. So what do they do? They need to enter somebody and make you do all their work while they are sitting. When you die, they come out of your body. They look for another body. Many times when people are not restless, it's actually a manifestation of a demon. You know people don't know that. There's being hyper aware like you, you are energetic. I'm one of those people that I'm a busy body. I don't know how to rest. I just have to do stuff. I like being busy. But there are people who have no rest. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. It's a sign of a demon. Yeah, I'm telling you the truth. If they stay in their houses like they're going to die, they just have to go and get into something. Then their, then their spirit will come down a little bit. It's a sign of a demon. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Love, power, and what? A sound, calm. Nothing is driving you to do anything. You do it because you feel like it, not because it's pushing you. Many times when the spirit of death wants to get people, it gives you an urgency to do something you don't know why you're doing it. I just have to go out. Why do you have to go? I just have to go. Somebody is pulling you to get in the freeway and die. Yes. You have no agenda to go out. You have no agenda to do anything. You, you can't just chill, at least pray. No, I just have to go out. There are times you just feel like, let me cut some air, that's fine. But I just have to go, I just have to go. I, it's, whoa, breathe. Relax. What do you have? What is pushing you like that? It's a sign of rest, lack of rest. When there, I love you more. <laughs> when, there is no, when there is no rest, it's a demonic manifestation, a dangerous one too. And usually... It is the spirit of death likes to manifest like that. Let me just drink and forget my trouble. Then I will rest. Then you sober up, you realize uh, it's still there. Let me do it again tomorrow. Let me do it again next week. It's not going anywhere. Are you still here? Ah, they are, they are, this guy's back there in the spirit. These are the, are you still here? Yes. Are you questioning yourself? <laughs> Maybe you need to lay your hands there. I go, out! <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So when you enter into rest, it doesn't mean there will be no labor, but your labor will not have hardship. Everything comes with ease because you are rested. Amen. Amen. You don't force things. 
This is why the scripture says, whatsoever you shall lay your hands on. Do you know what it means, whatsoever? You are so rested. That anything you decide to get into, it just works. Amen. That is the evidence of rest. Amen. I, 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 man, I think I should start a restaurant business. You do it, it just flows. Ah, what is your formula? This is no longer the realm of favor. This is the realm of rest. Amen. When you walk under the unction of rest, yes. your children just flourish. Amen. People look at you. What, what is your secret? Why is it? I like that. Why are things happen? I have I have to work five jobs too. How many jobs did one? How are you making ends meet? I'm resting. Amen. 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 When you enter into the place of rest, it is easy for you to fulfill your purpose. God does not like lazy people. Look at your neighbor and say, God doesn't like laziness. God doesn't like laziness. I can't hear you. God doesn't like laziness. I can't hear you. God doesn't like laziness. Yeah, God doesn't like laziness at all. But God also doesn't like hardship because hardship is a sign of a curse. When God was creating and making, he never went through hiccups. There was no problem. He was just flowing. Uh, let this be this. Oh. Let that be that. Uh. Let this. Ah, that's good. When you're in rest, even when you are in your labor, it is sweet. Even though the process will take some time, you have peace. You have rest. You know when this thing goes. Amen. Hallelujah. When this thing happens, there is a sense of relaxation because your reliance is not on your brilliance. You just know I was destined to be here. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm in a place of destiny. Now watch this. Let's go quickly to, to uh, Exodus chapter 33 from verse 13. Exodus 33 from 13. Are you there? Exodus 33 from 13. Listen to what he says. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way. That I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give you rest. Rest begins when you know God's ways, you can keep God's presence, and if you have God's presence, you enter into his rest. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that one more time. You cannot enter into rest unless you know the God you serve. When you know the God that you serve, he will give you the grace to know him. When you know him, then you can remain and tarry in his presence. You can walk with his presence. Listen to what he says. My presence shall go with thee. He did not say you will find my presence here. You will find my presence there. Notice what God told Moses. When you leave Egypt, come back and you come serve me on this mountain. Why are we coming to serve you on this mountain? I thought we are supposed to go to the promised land. You are delivering us to go home. God's primary thing is you will come and serve me here. Why? He wanted them to serve him there and realize how sweet his presence is. So that when they are ready to go, they say, we are not going unless you go with us. Amen. Amen. You see, many of you think you will have rest when you have millions without the presence of God. You have deceived yourself. You can be healed. You can be restored. 
If his presence is not with you, you will have zero rest. Are, are you listening to what I'm saying? Every Saturday is not a day to chill. It's the day to ask yourself, how much of his rest have I entered into? Let me find somebody I can talk to. Because he says, remember it. So that you keep it sanctified. Season this is stop working. Every Saturday should remind you. I need to rest in Christ. I need to rest in him. I need to find him. When I find him, then I find rest. How many times have you entered into rest? How many times have you prayed for rest? How many times have you done it in the way that he desires for you to do it? Whereby you walk and remain and abide in his rest. We spend a lot of time praying. Father, give me a house. Give me a car. Father, increase my business. All those things God wants to do it. He's not against it, but that's not rest. That is not rest. That is never rest. Prophecy points you back to him so that you can rest. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? God wants to give you rest, but do you want rest or do you want money? Do you want happiness or do you want rest? Because somebody that has rested has been made whole. You see, in our journey with Christ, we'll find battles. We'll find difficult times. We'll have hard times. We'll have conflicting times. But that should never rob us of our rest. Because we are in a fallen world, there will always be something that will not work out. But we must be so rested within that even things that would resist us will have to come back in line with where we are. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me give you a little example. Daniel is told, anyone that worships <laughs> any other god except the king, you will die. Do you know what Daniel does? It was his custom to pray three times a day. And when it was his time for prayer, he went to the same spot and he prayed. They came and arrested him in the presence of God. They said, my guy, you're going to the lions. He never tried to defend himself because he was rested. You see, many of you want to be heard because you're not rested. Come on. You know, somebody that is rested doesn't need to force their voice. Let's go good. Because what you say will come to pass anyway. Amen. So even though they resist you now, one week from now, one month from they'll remember, they'll say, Ah! Hallelujah. He said it, she said it. Yes. So you don't fight people to vindicate yourself. I have to prove myself. No, you don't. Rest. I have to do this. No, 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 no. I mean, you can do what you want. It doesn't change anything. Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. Even the lions started fasting. When you are rested, you affect your atmosphere. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, you didn't hear what I said. Yeah. When you are rested, you affect your atmosphere. Yeah. You don't need to enter. No, no. Your calm spirit. The Bible says a calm spirit is of a great price in the sight of God. A calm spirit. 
I personally, when people are hot, hot, shifty, I don't like it. When people know, imagine God looks at a calm spirit and he says, this one is priceless. You see, you walk with an atmosphere. And that atmosphere is projected by the condition of your spirit. When you're around calm people, you have no choice but to be calm. The apostles are in the boat with Jesus. Storms are going. Jesus is so rested. The Bible says that the boat was full of water. But Jesus was still asleep. Jesus knew, I can't die here. Why am I worried? How can I drown me? <laughs> how, how will it even be possible for me to... Notice Jesus is in the boat. Storm is going. Water is... He's relaxed. He was, the Bible says he was at the bottom or the basement of the boat. Sleep. Uh, he's big time resting. His disciples even came and they said, Nah, 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 nah. Don't you care? Do you know that word? It's not even saying, Jesus, wake up. We are drowning. They notice that he doesn't care. They didn't say, Lord, wake up. <laughs> Things are not going well, wake up. They said, don't you care we die? That's too deep. Don't you care we perish? You, 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 so you want us to die? You know if it was an African. They would not say, don't you care we die? Africans would be like, listen, especially West and Central Africa. So you want us to die? Okay, let's die. Since this is what you want to do, I will not die. They just said, like, <laughs> they will say, So you want us to, okay, we'll die. Then they will say, No, me, I will not die. You will die, you, you, me. No. <laughs> so they looked at the Lord Jesus. They said, Don't you care? We die. Jesus got angry. He got up. He was like, what is wrong with you people? He rebuked the storm and, and looked at them and said, where's your faith? And went back to sleep. <laughs> you see, some of you don't understand that the storms that are coming is the devil trying to rattle your rest. Amen. Sometimes you don't have to bind demons. Yes. Sometimes you just have to ignore him and show him, you are not worth my time. Come on. Yes. I will not go on my knees for you. Hallelujah. I will go on my knees to worship him. Yes. To call on him. You don't have, you don't get any time from me anymore. Yes. Something happens. It's you again. You don't deserve time from me. Amen. Some of you, you are so programmed. Something small happened. In the name of Jesus. Oh, you are not rested. Calm down. Everything you're ready to rebuke and fight. You'll be sleeping. The wind just <laughs> moves you in. Mighty name of Jesus. I thought the angels of the Lord encompass them that fear him. Why are you so worried? It means you are protecting you. He's not protecting you. You have not rested. Every second. I'm sorry. This will sound like a job, but maybe it is, but it's not. But most likely it is. I always see people. I'm fighting day and night. I'm like, ah. I understand why you're fighting. You're in it by yourself. The battle is the Lord's. What are you doing fighting 24-7? Amen. Amen. Every second. Oh, you know, the warfare is just so much. Especially intercessors. 
What is this warfare that never ends? I thought at the name or at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Why is this knees not bowing? Maybe it's because it's your own knees. Wow. It is you fighting you and you don't know that it is you. Teaching. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to the man. <laughs> Some of you, if you really look and you check yourself, you realize yourself. Woo! It was you! <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> are, you, are you listening to me? Yes. A child of God, let me tell you. The Bible says, God gives sleep to his beloved. You can't be going to sleep, it is worth I cover myself. Every area of the house, I sprinkle the blood. Under the blood, me say me under the... Hey! Every... Everything. <laughs> ah, you are not Christians, look at you. Jesus, I say, cover me. Every second. He already shed his blood for you. The blood is on the mercy seat. But you are not confident in what Jesus did. You have to remind him every day what he did for you more than 2,000 years ago. Jesus, I'm going to sleep. Cover me. I already covered you, 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 you. Amen. You can call on me because I covered you. Amen. It is because of the blood of Jesus we can call on him. Amen. If the blood was not in play, you can't even call him. You have no relationship with God. Yes. Did you ever see the apostle saying, Cover me, Father, I, I plead the blood? Did you ever see it? Show me one verse. It's not bad. But I'm just saying, some things, we have done them out of fear, not out of truth. That is why when you hear me praying, I always say this. Father, by reason of the blood, meaning the blood is speaking. Because of the blood, I am protected. I won't say, now cover me so that I'm protected. No, 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 no. The blood of Jesus speaks better words. Than the words of who? Abel. Meaning right now, when I'm sleeping, the blood is speaking. Amen. When I am eating, the blood is speaking. Amen. When I'm about to enter into a battle, the blood is speaking. Amen. When I miss it, the blood is speaking. Amen. I don't have to tell the blood what to do. The blood was shed. Hallelujah. It was shed for a purpose. It is serving that purpose. I don't need to tell God what the blood should do. Because the blood was shed on my behalf, but to appease God. The blood wasn't to fight the devil. Never. This is why people read uh, uh, Revelation, is it 12? They read it wrong. Is it 12 or what is it? They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Why did we overcome him? How? Because we are no longer under the law. When the blood was shed, it was to free us. From the bondage of sin. But guess what? Sin is what Satan also fell into. Meaning Satan did not create sin. He's also bound by it. No, you didn't get it. Sin was a snare that him himself, he fell into it. That is why it says, iniquity was found in you. You sinned. Meaning even him, he fell into that trap. So how can he be using what he himself is a victim of? All he can do is take advantage of it. Come on. Uh, let, me, let me go to overflow. Let me, let me find the overflow. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yes. Sin gave an occasion to Satan. Because God was angry with us. And the wages of sin is what? Death. God was angry with us. But when Jesus came and delivered us from the law, that now we should walk in the law of the spirit, which is love. 
loving God with all our hearts, following after Christ, then everything else takes shape into what God wants it to be. You see, you saying, I will not lie, thinking about a lie, you lied. But when you are delivered and purged by the blood, you don't even think about it anymore. Now you are free. That's what Jesus came to do. Not to restrict yourself, but to be free from even the idea of that thing. That is true freedom from sin. Paul said, the more I try to keep the law, the more I make sin alive. Because the law was not revealed to be kept. It was revealed so that you may know what sin is. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So rest. Our prayers must be checked. You need to check, why do I pray like this? Wait. Because some of you, you are still praying the way you are programmed when you are a child. And the program wasn't bad. You just did not develop to mature beyond what you are taught. As I lay me down to sleep. Ah, Is that your prayer? (laughs) Is it I give you my soul to keep? Father, as I lay down, I give you my, I keep my spirit in your hand. I thought you were in him. How can you give him what is his? I thought you were his. So we don't think about the things we say because we don't even know where we stand. When you investigate a lot of the things you pray, I promise you, your prayer will be cut down big time. You enter in the presence of God and you think about God and you just look and say, Father, thank you. I just want to say thank you. Amen. You keep me. He says, he knows you are coming in and going out. So I don't need to get up and say, Father, as I go out, every demon. He says he knows you are coming in and going out. Notice he did not say he knows you are going out. He knows you are coming in. And going out. Meaning is already at the end of the journey before you began. Amen. Amen. So you are already coming back home. Amen. 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 You're teaching better than they're clapping, prophet. All we need is to acknowledge God. To know that we are in his rest. Lord, you are my shepherd. Lord, you are with me. Because there are times it will seem like he's not there. But that is a test. Are you rested? I'll do it for you one time. Some of the storms is to check if you're rested. When the wind blows, is your house made of sticks? Is your house made of sand? Or are you under the rock? Is Jesus your high tower? Because when you are in Jesus and is your high tower, you don't worry about what is going on below. You see it coming. You're not moved by it. Look at this. Luke 13, 16. Luke 13 and 16. Let's start from 15, please. Sorry. Actually, let's start from 14. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. Because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. And said unto the people, there are six days in which man ought to work. In them therefore come and be healed. And not on the day of rest. Wait, what? You see, some of you, you are so used to working hard. Because it took you 10 years to accomplish something. You want everyone to spend 10 years. Amen. Let me talk to He got it. Let me find somebody I can talk to. Some people want their experience to be your experience. Yeah. 
it, it took you you know mm -mm. churches don't grow like that no there's no way no 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 especially his accent i don't even trust it they they did some stuff do you know how long i've been in ministry i've seen this kind of thing it won't last we are still going amen amen strong we've seen this kind before which kind You see, some people like, because they are here, they want all of us to be here. Some of us, we are called to a higher calling. Amen, amen. And you, and you, and you are called to a higher calling. See. So my rest is not you. You are comfortable there. I am seeking the deeper things of God. Yes. I want rest. Father, if I have this, I'm comfortable. Me, I look at God and I say, what do you have for me? What do you have for me? You said, right. you can dress me better than Solomon. Let's do it. Yeah. Whatever you have for me, I'm, do it, Lord. But you see, when you have no rest, you become police. You want to give everyone a ticket that has gone faster than you. You start looking for them. How can you be blessed like that? Ticket. Something must be off. I have never seen that cab. It must be Juju ticket. <laughs> I was talking. I was talking to uh, um, a good friend of mine. He's a man of God, and we were, and and uh, and we were talking about deliverance. And he's he was privileged to serve Prophet Ibi Joshua and all these great men of God. And we were talking about deliverance, and he said. The problem with a lot of people, especially in the Western world, they are used to the legal way of doing deliverance, which is right. But they don't understand there is a dimension of power that overrides all those things. I looked at him, I said, you, you are an African, you. Because there is a place of grace. You see, the ministry of deliverance is the ministry of mercy. It's God showing mercy to set us free. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So if you don't go through fast, they have to go through fasting. They have to, which is not bad. You have to renounce from January to December. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. You have to repent from your, for your ancestors' sins, even though you had nothing to do with it. It's not bad. It's okay. But some of us, we can enter a stadium. You, we don't care if you fasted or not. Come out. It will come out. Amen. Amen. Because it's a dimension of grace and mercy. Yeah. Are, are you listening to what I'm saying? But when you have no rest, you become a monitoring spirit. You know when people say monitoring spirit, it's not demons. It's human beings. Amen. Is it not deep? It's extra deep. Monitoring spirit is human beings. How do you have a ministry but you have time to watch somebody's video to cut a clip and, and respond? You are it means you have no job. You just wait for us to go live. Facts. Every week, you have no rest. You have a demon. Every week. <laughs> what did he say this time? <laughs> What did he say? Mm. You have to rebut. You have to. You have no rest. <laughs> Imagine you live your life to respond to people you don't even know. When I'm sleeping in my beautiful home, I'm not even thinking about you. I don't even know you. Amen. This is how God wants us to be. But if you fall into that thing, the devil just wants to take rest from you. How are you going to start fights with people you don't know? Because they said something. Say, mm -mm. I have to get back and... They just brought unrest into your life. When people like arguing, don't argue. Some demons don't come 
come out by you shouting fire. In the mighty name of... Sometimes when a demon does, remember, he's a pretend roaring lion. You look at him. It's like a dog. It's like, why aren't you backing up? You let them make noise and you just watch. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, one week, they'll get tired. Some demons, you don't strike back. You just watch them. They'll get exhausted. And they will not get a reaction, so they will just retract. And some of you are actually empowering your enemies because you actually will go in line and mention it. Don't make them famous. They are trying to take your shine. Amen. Don't put the spotlight on them. So imagine Jesus heals somebody. Somebody has a problem with it. Somebody gets free of a demon. You say it's fake. Ah, Who are you serving? God delivers people, heals people. It's fake. God heals people, it's fake. It, because it was not done this way. So when God did this, when Jesus did this, where was it that in the Sabbath was ever violated the way Jesus did it? It had never happened. According to their standard, they had never seen anything like that. They had never seen it. When you enter into your rest is when healing should happen. Amen. Because when healing happens in your rest, you keep it. But if healing comes and you have not entered rest, you can lose it. When blessing comes and you are in your rest, you will keep it. If blessing comes and you are not in your rest, you can lose it. Verse 15. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite. Did not each one of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or his, that word, from the stall and lead him away to the watering? I don't know why you people are laughing. <laughs> and ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound Lord, this 18 years, Jesus is prophesying. How did he know she was born for 18 years? Prophecy. To be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day. How was this woman loosed? Not because she prayed. Not because she cried. For 18 years, she had just, she had just never met Jesus. You enter in rest when you have his presence, children. Amen. For 18 years, she never crossed paths with Jesus. 18 years, she was suffering. 18 years. One contact with Jesus is Jesus that comes and says, Hey, rest. Verse 17. And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. And all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. God wants to give you rest. I want you to see something that many have never noticed and I'll finish with this. And then we will pray. Matthew eleven twenty seven. This is the words of the king. Listen to what he's saying. All things are delivered unto me of my father, and no man knoweth the son but the father, and neither knoweth any man the father save the son. And he to whosoever the son will reveal him. So, notice Jesus wants to talk about rest, but he's talking about revelation. Come unto me, 
All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He did not say, give me your burdens. He said, come to me. He said, nobody knows the Father except the Son, and nobody knows the Son except the Father. So he's saying, if you've seen the Father, you have seen me. And anyone that meets the Father has no choice but to enter into rest. He's saying, everything has been given unto me. You want rest, you find me. So he said, come to me. So the act of rest begins by coming to him. Not beginning to say, oh, I can't afford this, Lord. I'm being evicted, Lord. This is being taken away from me, Lord. No, 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 no. That's not where rest begins. Because if today your rent is paid, on the 29th you start praying the same prayer again. <laughs> Father, my mortgage is coming up again. Where will I? Am I speaking to somebody the truth? Yes. Do you think God wants you to pray that every month? No. Maybe these guys are the only ones. That... Do you want think God wants you to pray this every month? No. I can't hear you. Wave your hands if you are with me here. Overflow, are you there? Let me see my overflow people. God doesn't want you to pray that every month. Why? You see, when we enter into rest, God becomes our provider. God begins to show us how to make wealth, how to provide for our families. The Bible says it is he that gives you the power to make what? Wealth. From today, be like Moses as we are finishing. Be like who? Moses. That your inner desire is to do one thing, is to know him. And by knowing him, his presence will move with you. Those who know their God shall be strong. And shall do great exploits. The weakness you are experiencing is the lack of the presence. Are you listening to me? Is the lack of the presence. So today, as we are finishing... Decide to pursue God's rest. When the Lord came to his servants and they had produced a profit on the talent he gave them, he said, enter now into the rest of thy Lord. Meaning rest is because you have become profitable to him. When you become an asset for the kingdom of God, you are saving souls, you are praying for people, you are doing this, you are doing that. God says, ah, nah, you, you deserve rest. Moses went to Egypt to free the people. He had no rest. When he came back, he said, nah, I'm not going without you. He said, don't worry, my presence now will go with you and I'll give you rest. Do you realize in Egypt there was no cloud of glory following Moses? He did great signs, but he suffered. When he left and he brought them to Sinai, he said, nah, I'm not going without you. Then the cloud started to follow them. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You need to get to a place whereby it is God leading you. If he does not move, you don't move. Are you listening to me? Yes. If he does not move, you don't do what? You don't move. Let it be your way. One thing about me is my people already know it and they've known it for a long time. I am the most unpredictable human being. I am like the wind. I can say we'll do something tomorrow. If he comes to me and says we are not doing it, I will relax. You wait and I say no. God said no. But we made a schedule, no. Because I'm not doing this for me. If he says we are doing it now, and I told you we are not doing anything today, I will be the first one to call. We need to do this now. I'm not saying don't have a schedule. 
I'm saying be flexible enough for God to lead you. Amen. Because when he leads you, then you are in rest because his presence is with you. Amen. I want you to stand and we're going to pray. Thanks for joining us. We trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teaching. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovi.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on Giving. Revelation Church is located in Simi Valley, California and has prophetic service every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to see you there. Until next time, Shalom.